Hey there and welcome to Fill Me Up. I'm Steve Walker and this is a show to help fuel your filmic discussions. Such as, have we got a new 007? So the Daily Mail has reported. Uh, I mean, it, this is a, a report in the looser sense because I mean it's Daily Mail and they're not the most reputable of sources. But they have reported um, that Lashana Lynch, uh, who is Maria Rambeau in the new Captain Marvel, kind of the friend of Captain Marvel, uh, the other fighter pilot, uh, is the new 007 in Bond 25. Uh, the actual quote from their source says that there is a pivotal that there is a pivotal scene at the start of the film where M says, come in 007, and in walks Lashana, who is black, beautiful, and a woman. It's a popcorn dropping moment. Bond is still Bond, but he's been replaced as 007 by this stunning woman. Um, apparently, it's uh, related to the the news article from a few weeks ago where um, it was reported that uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge uh, was doing some script rewrites or additions um, to it. And apparently, it's this is one of those additions. Um, uh, so, yeah, like it shows that they're changing the script kind of for, to kind of promote uh, female roles in, in the James Bond world, but not necessarily changing James Bond as a character. Um, I mean, in the end, it might not actually make any difference to the franchise. I mean, that's if it's true for a start. Um, Cause I don't, I mean, everywhere's reporting it, but like they're reporting it because the daily mail reported it. So whether it is true, I don't know. Um, Cause it seems like a, big thing it seems like a thing that you'd want to announce so i i don't know um and there hasn't been any like word from um i don't even from ngm is it mgm i think um so on it and i mean it's a it's fine and it's a good idea i mean like i say it might not make any difference in the end that i feel like they might just be testing the waters with it if it is true um, just to see whether people will be open to having uh, like a, a replacement for the traditional James Bond that we have. Um, obviously, they're not. She's not going to be called James Bond. She's just going to be a different 007. But um, yeah, I mean, like if it works and it's new, then fair enough. Like it's a good world, and it like. But I don't know. I don't know how much of this sort of how much of that franchise revolves around James Bond as a character, and whether you could like pivot it that much um i mean to be fair though you like we've suggested in the past with like indiana jones pivoting to short round as the main character and things like that so i mean like you can do it um there's no reason why it wouldn't work um so yeah i, I mean it comes out next year i think it's supposed to come out in april next year so yeah we'll just see what it's like um we'll probably hear more on it before then but yeah i'm all for it if it's true um, and I guess we'll just see, I mean, like I say, it just means that she's in it as 007, but we have no idea what that means story-wise or going forward. So, well, we'll see what happens. Um, so this week I, I was going to go to the cinema to see Anna, uh, that film that came out a few weeks ago, um, by Luke Besson. It's like an action film, but, um, I didn't manage to get there, so instead, I have watched a film that came out this week, but it's a Netflix film, so I watched Point Blank, um, and the synopsis is that 
pitted against rival gangs and corrupt cops, and ER nurse and a career criminal must work together to survive the fight of their lives. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's an okay film. Like, it's... I've watched... I don't think I've watched many Netflix films, but I feel like then that's not their strength. Their strength seems to lie in the TV shows. But, like I say, I've only watched a few of them, but they've been kind of middling quality. They've been, like, this sort of fine. I mean, like, it's been getting reviews of, like, 52% on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Like, it's been... It's pretty much the definition of bang average. So, yeah. I mean, like... I feel like it's tonally all over the place. Like, I know this, like the these films are completely different in terms of like plot and stuff. But I would say that it doesn't really know if it wants to be White House Down or Olympus Has Fallen. So whether it wants to be kind of fun and lighthearted, or and make jokes and stuff, or it wants to take itself seriously and be a bit more brutal and a bit more violent. And like, I mean, it plays it quite serious for the most part. Um, I mean, it's got some very odd and kind of off-putting music choices. Like they, I don't know. It just because the for like the tone that you get for a lot lot of it is this sort of semi-serious kind of yeah, kind of yeah, like you would kind of expect from this sort of action thriller. Any time, but a lot of the music that's in it isn't that sort of like serious like it doesn't seem to fit the scene they do some like more upbeat kind of quirky sort of tunes and it's almost like to try and make it a lighter funny film and trying to appeal to that sort of market but it just i they just seem a bit out of place and it does try to have some funny character moments and some jokes and stuff but like they they come off as strange like Sometimes it works because you've had that sort of tonal shift and you're like, okay, it's now a bit of a lighter thing. And then like, oh, yes, yeah, so that joke works in this context and stuff like that. But then like later on, it'll be more serious and then they'll make a joke and you're like, why are you making a joke now? This is not the time or the place and this doesn't seem right. And then it also, but on this flip side, it also has some moments where it's got some quite, like quite bloody violence. Like it's not, that frequent in the film it only happens a few times but they do have like i don't i think it's like a i don't know what the rating is because it's netflix and stuff but like it, it i feel like it definitely would be like an r rating but it you would only have to shoot things slightly differently or edit it like slightly differently and you would get it down to a pg-13 like it's it's kind of few and far between and it seems like i say that's out of place as well because it's i don't know it's I went in thinking it was going to be this sort of generic action thriller film and it was living up to that. But then you've got these odd moments where it's trying to be this lighter, funny film. And then you've got these odd moments where it's trying to be more brutal and violent. And it's just doesn't know what it wants to be. And it doesn't really mesh together. It's fine as a film. Everyone's fine with what they have. It's got the story's got a twist in it that's fairly predictable. I mean, I didn't see it because I get sucked into these things and I don't I just blinkers on don't think about it and there's a twist that i think there's a twist at the end but i wasn't paying much attention because i was kind of a bit bored and a bit turned off and so i don't really get it and i looked online to look up a synopsis and 
it's not mentioned in that at all in like the plot breakdown so i don't know what's going on with that i mean it's like i say it's fine it's not like it's a terrible film it's got some good like it's it's fine it's enjoyable it's got some good character work with one of the brothers that's a kidnapper in the film like he he's good in it um there's got a they've got a gangster character in it who's just pure banter who's absolutely great i mean he works so well because at that point in the film you're like oh it's they sort of go lighter and you can just go with it and like it i mean like i say you've got this like tonal whiplash the whole way through but like with that it just works and like it's a bit more of an extended scene so you get into it and you're like this is actually good and i like this um but like i watched the trailer uh just before not before i watched it just before we did this i did this um and i say the trailer sort of nails the tone in the fact that it it's so all over the place like again it, like it even nails the music choice like the music's just like what is this like how why have you chosen this and it's i'm in the trailer i like if you want to go in fresh don't watch the trailer because it kind of spoils a twist in it i mean you don't it's not like a blatant like this is the scene where the twist is revealed it's just like it takes a bit from later on in the film and like if you sort of add it together with the stuff like if you've already seen the trailer and you put it together with the stuff that happens at the start of the film you like and you can kind of piece it together and like a lot of the action beats are in the trailer like it's not it's got action in it but it's not like non-stop action so like a lot of the action bits are in the trailer like Anthony Mackie even though he's like the Falcon and the superhero in the MCU he plays a nurse in this so he doesn't really do any fighting um so the only fighting is really Frank Grillo who was crossbones in the MCU so I don't know it's fine uh it, it's kind of worth a watch but it's not a like rush out to I was gonna say rush out rush in to stick it on like it's fine like if you're there and you don't have anything to watch and you want just a sort of a fine action film that's got a bit of bit of action bit of drama bit of twists a few jokes a few bits of gore i guess it's fine uh so yeah it's all right uh but next week i'll probably be trying to go to the cinema again be tomorrow i guess um yeah, but moving on to the main topic of today. Um, we're going to look at another time. And this other time, I thought, what if uh, Sylvester Stallone kind of mm, worked on and brought and kind of birthed the Fast and Furious franchise and Vin Diesel birthed the, uh, what is it, the Expendables? That's the one we got there. Um and the reason why I thought this is because I think that they're basically the same. Like, if you look at it, they're basically, they, they are, they seem, they are pretty much the same. The only difference is that the one group, one is a group of mercenaries and one's a group of street racers. I mean, we're talking like, for Fast and Furious, we're talking Fast Five onwards, because like, they're, before that, they were very much more street racing focused and kind of like, I don't know. Whereas Fast Five onwards, they know what they are, and they they're very similar. So if you take it from the onwards, 
they are quite similar. I mean, you look at just look at the like cast of characters you've got. You've got your gruff, mumbly leader. You've got a bald black guy who's the comic relief. You've got a beloved Asian guy who's pretty much wasted in both of them. Jason Statham, you got to have a Jason Statham in there. You got some other fighters, some wrestlers. Uh, I mean, even Ronda Rousey's been in both of them. I mean, you just throw in a couple of the like rumored expendables like Mila Jovovich and Jennifer Garner into the expendables lot, and you you sorted. You've got like your cast of characters that are pretty much the same, and like you take any plot line from any of these films, and they could work in either franchise. Like you've got the heist in Rio from Fast Five. You've got the taking out a cyber terrorist in Fast Eight. You've got whatever happens in Expendables Three. I don't know what happens. I haven't seen it. Um, I mean, you like the Expendables Two and Fast and Furious Six had the same plot. They both had evil versions of the team that they had to go up against. That's it's they are base. They are basically the same. Like the only difference is kind of the approach to the films and the tone. Like they, these are sort of mainly pushed forward by Sylvester Stallone and Vin Diesel. I mean that like. I say they're pushed forward. They're not necessarily the leading creative force on it, but they are sort of the figurehead and the like, the person that speaks about them the most, and so the person that like you would associate the franchise with the most. So I mean, like you look at Sylvester Stallone, he basically wants to relive the '80s from the looks of it. He brings in the old these older actors. They do all their old lines. They do all these weird old '80s cliches, and they're and they. Like, they kind of take it, uh, like, too seriously, but then they try too hard to be entertaining. It, they, it's almost like what I was saying with Point Blank before. They don't know what they're going for. And, like, I'd say... So, in the late 2000s, there was a, a period in video games where, like, all the first... All these shooters, all these, like, games with shooting in them were just grey and brown, and boring, and generic, and bland, and they were all the same, they were all because of, like, Call of Duty, uh, when Call of Duty went like that, and did really well, then every single, like, game developer out there decided, yeah, we're gonna do, fun. we're gonna do games like this as well, because this is what sells, and she just started a load of these games, and that's what The Expendables is like to me, it's just this grey, brown, generic, kind of, film that doesn't it's just trying to emulate films of yesteryear but it like the characters themselves are just walking embodiments of tropes and single character traits they're not fleshed out in any way really you don't really care about them like i like you probably i don't know the names i know the names of the actors and that's it like i don't know the names of the characters in these films whereas like you think of the fast and furious franchise like, Vin Diesel just basically wants to up the ante film after film. Like, these are all about spectacle. They're all about fun. Physics be damned. Like, you've got... You've got cars jumping from skyscraper to skyscraper. You've got a huge submarine in this. You've got tanks. You've got Vin Diesel flying across a freeway into a car and not having a scratch on him. Like, these are... Like, they're basically superhumans. And they're just like, I don't care. This is fun. Right? Everyone loves this. They've got cars falling out of the sky. Like, this is, these films are crazy. Um, but then they also push La Familia, 
and like you can you can, you kind of care about these characters like they're likable they're lovable like and a lot of the plot points in the film revolve around the characters like the last film is all about dom turning on la familia and like they had a big thing in the fourth one where letty died and then she comes back in six and then like, there's a big hoo-ha about it you won't get anything like that in the expendables like nobody cares about these characters you just like oh my god like sylvester stallone is like so he turned it'd be like oh sylvester stallone's turned like it's not like a big di-. you're just like oh that's that's a thing i guess like who, who cares whereas like it's la familia like he's turned against la familia like a, what's going on um and so i feel like if you switch like the leads in quotation marks that are involved in these franchise you just get everyone going to see like the expendables 9 and the spin-offs from that rather than people going to see fast and furious 9 and hobbs and shaw you wouldn't have things like that like the fast and the furious would just be buried and like the spin-offs and sequels would be trapped in development hell like the expendables and expendables 4 like like you look at them and you like the plot lines would just be the same like the cast of characters would just be the same you just have more of a focus on like the military it'd just be more military like style aesthetic rather than like the street racer vibes that's what it would be and like i mean to be fair it could show michael bay how to use military style stuff in a for in a film and make it fun and like have loads of bombast in it and make it work but i mean overall I, I don't think it'd be as good. Like, I mean, it would be great, but like, I like this sort of street racer and the cars and stuff more than like the military stuff. So to be fair, like, I feel like Call of Duty, if you made Call of Duty would just be that, like they're talking about making a Call of Duty universe and things like this. You should just look to make Fast and Furious, but military. And that's it. That's what it should be. Um, you should just go ridiculous and bombastic and like just have fun with it um but yeah like that's there's not really a lot to say about it um to be fair because like i say i don't think much had changed um i thought it was an interesting thing um a thing to think about um but yeah this is one of these other times where it's really not a lot of difference um I mean, the eight, these 80s actors, they haven't, they've been trying to do these things and they, they made these films. Like, like, even The Expendables 3, they decided to bring in a load of, like, younger actors. But because, like, nobody was that bothered about seeing The Expendables. So, I don't know. Like, it is what it is. I mean, like I say, I haven't seen Expendables 3, so I'm part of the, I'm part of the problem part of the problem but i'm hyped for hobbs and shaw to come out in a few weeks if it was expendables i definitely would not be as hyped um but uh let me know what you think about it uh if you think there'd be any actual changes <laughs> from it rather than just what the what the aesthetic would be in these films but um yeah Speaking of uh, flagging franchises, uh, we're going to move on to a just a lighter. This is this is just to help start a conversation with others, or maybe with the voices that are in your head. I mean, I know they're there. I have voices in my. We all have voices on our head. It's all. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, so basically, 
Well, what I'm thinking about is what flagging franchise could be reinvigorated with an upcoming film. So the because the Fast and the Furious franchise was like I I'm kind of hesitant to say flagging because like the the films like the first one came out and it was good and people liked it and then they made a second one and it, I don't know whether it did I don't think it did as well maybe but then they moved on to a third one and it was sort of like completely new cast of characters they said it in tokyo it was completely different and then they did four again and they kind of like tried to reboot it and then five came out and it's completely different everybody went out to see it like people who hadn't seen any of the others people had only seen some of them and like it was just opened up to everyone it became this juggernaut that we know today and now they're on now they're on spin-offs and they're going to do nine and ten and I thought, well, what other franchises could do that? Um, Terminator have been trying to do that for ages. Every film that comes out, they're like, this is the one. They keep going back and being like, yeah, well, it's a sequel to T2. We're forgetting everything else. And we're just going to go straight from T2. And it's going to be the big one. We're going to get everyone in. And then it's rub it. And then we get Terminator Genesis. Um, I think, well, I'm hesitant to say I'm hopeful but on paper dark fate could be good uh tim miller is directing it um he directed deadpool which was very very good james cameron is back uh he's involved in it again he's involved more like the other ones he was the previous few he's not really been involved in i don't think he's on the rights to it so i think they've just sort of been making him and he's just been like oh, yeah i guess you do that you do that uh, but now he's got the rights, and so he's sort of been heavily involved in this one. Um, I mean, he did sort of endorse Genesis. I think he'd seen, like, some of it, and it was like, yeah, this is great. And so he'd, like, go in on record and was like, yeah, this is, film's great to everyone. This is going to be the one. And then and then we, and it was Terminator Genesis. So that's uh, that's that could happen. It's coming out in November, I think. I don't know. This is... I'm really not that bothered about it. Um, I kind of like Salvation, to be honest. It was kind of my first big Terminator film. I mean, I'd, I'd seen the others, but that was like the first one that was like... It came out... At, like, I watched it in the cinema. So... Um, but yeah, I'd love it if, they, if it was good. If Dark Fate was good and like you can go back and you'd be like... Because I quite like these kind of franchises like Halloween where you can be like, yeah, just scrap everything. I'm just going to watch Halloween and Halloween. No sequel, no nothing after that. And just, that's it. That's all they need to watch. Um, so yeah, so I quite like it if, the, if Dark Fate was good because then you could just go Terminator 1, Terminator 2, and then Dark Fate. And then it'd be good. But we'll see. Um, Indiana Jones 5. Um, I think that's coming out, I want to say, two years' time. But don't quote me on that. Um, it could be good because Shia LaBeouf is out and Nazi Goldie, Nazi Gold is possibly in. Uh, so we might be getting Nazis again, which is really should be Indiana Jones's uh, villains, not Russians or aliens or whatever, it was, <laughs> or CGI uh, from 4. So it seems like they're returning to the roots of Indiana Jones, and hopefully they've learned from like the backlash of Forks. Nobody liked it. Um, uh, Bob Iger, uh, the Disney CEO, has said that it's not going to be a one-off. I mean, I don't know what that means, 
But, I mean, Harrison Ford isn't going to be able to do another one after this. Even if he wants to, you'd have to get it out really quick. And it's just going to be him in a wheelchair with an IV drip. So you're not going to get another one with Harrison Ford after that. I wouldn't have thought. Maybe they should just let it lie. Or maybe you could do, like I was saying, like spin it off with Short Round or whatever. Like, I don't know. Um, but we'll see. I mean, they're clearly going to carry on. It's a moneymaker in theory. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, uh, the next one is Jurassic World. I'd kind of... I mean, I know these films have been fine and they've made a ton of money uh, recently, but nobody talks about them. They don't stay in public consciousness. They're not like... You don't hear people talking about it anymore. Like, people talk about the MCU films. They talk about uh, Harry Potter. They talk about other things. They talk, People talk about more... Talk about Jurassic Park 1. Came out in 1994 or 3. More than people talk about the recent ones, I would say. Um, so, like, the third one's going in an interesting direction with uh, dinosaurs being let loose on the world. Um... Hopefully, again, like some of the... Because Fallen Kingdom, the last one, had a bit of backlash to it. Hopefully, that'll help a bit, but I don't know. Hollywood isn't very good at learning lessons. They learn the wrong lessons a lot of the time. Uh, but we'll see. And, like, it's reported to be trying to emulate the original 1993-4 film. So, hopefully, it'll be good. Um... It's supposed to be a trilogy capper, but I guess it's one of these money-making juggernauts, so I can't imagine they will leave it alone. I imagine they will make more after this. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Um, I've also got written down Fantastic Beasts. Um, I mean, I didn't really mind Crimes of Grindelwald. It was just kind of a meh. Um, but, I mean, we've got, like, there's some history behind that. And, like, the story's supposed to go, like, like in the sort of direction of Wizard World War Two, which should be good. So, hopefully, that'll turn out good. But, I don't know. It's not, I'm not hugely invested in that. Uh, the other one that I got down is Avatar. Um, because we kind of forget that the first one's really great. Like, it's almost become cool to dislike it. And... I'm sort of in that camp as well. Like, I'm a bit of a hypocrite saying that. that. But it is... I, it is kind of good. Like, it, like the world that is really good. Like, for as many stupid things they have in it, like unobtainium, like, it's such a... Like, even just visually, it's such an interesting world. Um, and, yeah, it's they basically made Pocahontas or Dances with Wolves or whatever again. But also, in a way, like, they're not going to do that again. So another story in that world, it's going to be good. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm all for that one. I mean, they have announced, like, four films coming out, but I don't know. I think the second one could be good. I think it could be, like, one of the next big franchises again because, like, the first one made so much money. I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it's still the highest grossing film of all time. I don't think Endgame beat it, even with the re-release. Because uh, I think there was a lot of backlash on the Endgame re-release. With the, I think 
the extra bit that they added was they did a Stanley tribute, which I think went down well. But I think the other bit that they added was like an a Hulk scene, but it was kind of unfinished, so it looked bad. Um, so I don't know. I don't think many people went out in a rush to see it, especially because I think it's kind of come online or it's been leaked online or whatever. I don't know. I think you can see it if you want it. So, like, that's the that seems to be, like, the main reason people were going again. So I don't even know whether it made back, made enough money to beat Avatar. But, well, I don't know. I could, I could have looked it up if I had been bothered to, but I wasn't going to mention it. Um... Anyway, that's it for this week. It's been a little bit shorter than usual, uh, but still around half an hour. So that's what we're aiming for. Um, next week, uh, I'm going to do a duology. I forgot last week to mention the next duology I was going to do. And so, again, I'm going for the kind of a tactic of you don't need to have watched them to try and enjoy it. Uh, I'm probably going to talk about the production and kind of ideas and stuff behind it uh, a little more than just breaking everything down in plot points. Um, but in preparation for... I know this is a franchise that nobody really cares about, but I quite like these films. Um, in preparation for Angel Has Fallen, I'm going to look at Olympus Has Fallen and London Has Fallen, and everything will fall uh, down um so yeah i mean like i say i quite like these films so i will enjoy watching them again and talking about them and i don't know how much interesting stuff there is behind it but we will see next week um i will try and make it entertaining regardless um i'm sure there'll be some interesting facts around it um so yeah that's next week and i will try my hardest to mention the next duology next week um so as to give you maximum time to watch them if you so wish to um yeah if you want to get in touch or follow me anywhere then you can do uh on twitter at all at walker on facebook at facebook.com slash film me up pod and also by email at film me up pod at outlook.com um but yeah that's about it um yeah thank you very much for listening once again i really do appreciate it and i will see you next week bye